Hi, I'm Alicia Johnson. And I'm Natalie Lopez. And together, we are JOLO. Today on JOLO and Friends, we will be talking to Emily Cafazo, the co-owner of Sugar Pine Drive-In, one of our favorite restaurants in Trotdale, Oregon. We will discuss the vision behind their unique cuisine and what inspires them. We dive into how COVID-19 is impacting their business and what's next in their future. In this episode, make sure to listen to how our community is connected by food and how to support local farmers. Hello, Emily, and thanks for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me. It's a real pleasure to be talking to you. Full uh, confession, Natalie and I are, are big fans of sugar pine but for any of our listeners right now that might not be familiar with sugar sugar pine can you tell us a little bit about what they're missing oh yeah so sugar pine uh is a small drive-in on the banks of the sandy river in troutdale oregon uh we do a seasonal twist on classic american cuisine and when you say seasonal twist what does that that mean for those of us that don't think about seasons and food so um we change our season our menu four times a year just uh, with every equinox or solstice and just cook with what's available as far as produce within the gorge and oregon um, beyond as well. Uh, we try to just really focus on cooking the vegetables in season. And you guys over this past month, like so much has happened and changed for you guys. Um, I would love to hear a little bit about what you've had to do to put into place to just keep your business going, keep your relationships with these other vendors going, keep your employees employed, because I, I don't know if, outsiders are really getting an idea of what it's been like to literally have to change your business model overnight. Yeah, correct. So we are doing weekly meal pickups now, uh, just um, in order to maintain social distancing. So once a week, we, um, we do pre-order meals, and then you pick them up on Saturdays, and you pick a time, and you get to stay in your car. And it's really a simple way for us to deliver food to people. And you like a lot of those partnerships. I mean, that's always been a signature, even when you were first doing large provisions. Um, are you still maintaining a lot of partnerships with Sugar Pine and especially with some of the transition of how you're preparing food? Uh, yeah, we definitely have been focusing on how to connect with and help promote other local businesses. So we, um, still support our local farmers who we normally purchase from and try to keep them keep up with our um, our previous demand uh, from them uh, just so that they have can maintain a like their normal as well um, and so for that we're um, we do a weekly CSA box as well for um, the big larger formats you get this beautiful box full of like local organic vegetables. And then um, we add a bunch of our signature dressings with it as well so that you can like make your own salads throughout the week or you can roast them or, you know, the, the possibilities are, are pretty endless of what you can do with it. But um, we just wanted to be able to help 
promote and support local um, through this time. And I'm, I'm imagining just because you guys are so entrepreneurial, so creative, you're incubating a lot of ideas right now. Is mm-hmm. there anything coming out of this time that's things that you are looking forward to doing in the future? Or are you incubating new ideas or new products or I guess I'm just being nosy at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we've thrown around quite a few ideas. I think for us, the thing that we are starting to work on is um, being able to bottle our sauces to be sold off premise as far as retail um, for the future. Just not knowing exactly what's happening in the future, but in the event that we're on lockdown for long periods of time, it would be a way to have a more diverse income for us. If we could sell like our signature sugar pine barbecue sauce at New Seasons or Provador, or, you know, you could pick up like the sugar pine honey hot fudge as well, or, you know, just figuring out how to um, get those packaged and, that that's probably the next step for us. It seems like food and culinary arts is just in your blood, but like, when did it really spark for you when you started to say, Hey, this is something I want to do, or I want to pursue this. I was always drawn to cooking my entire life. Um, I grew up with a single mom who was a really avid gardener. And so I grew up eating with the seasons And in the summer, especially when it's harvest time, I'd be like, mom, what are we going to have for dinner? And she's like, I don't know. Look around you. (laughs) (laughs) And then my brother and I would like forage what we had in our backyard. So that was a really valuable lesson. And it also drew me to cooking because I'd be like, well, I don't only want to eat fresh tomatoes. Like, how do I change them and manipulate them? Well, I've been enjoying uh, reading about how bread has become uh, this overnight searched sensation. Uh, everybody's going into their kitchen and they're baking and they're learning how to bread and they're learning how to do all of these things. As a as a chef and someone who just naturally does all these things, how do you feel when you're seeing food be such a central part during challenging times like this? I really love it. I think it's wonderful that people are able to explore it and find joy in it and discovery. I get really proud of people who have never baked and then they show their first sourdough or they make an amazing tray of cinnamon rolls and then they bring it to their elderly neighbors. I think there's a really great connection that can be created through food. And right now, even though we can't gather around food, we can still deliver it and bring it to other people and share it. Um, even if you can't share it together. And I think that's really beautiful. And any restaurateur will tell you, like, they love creating a connection through food for their clients, for there's just this beautiful thing of bringing people together over something delicious. It's something, it's like creating a gathering space, creating this, this comfort for people. And so... I think that's the hardest thing for most restaurateurs right now is they can't provide the service 
that they've always given or um, been called to give. And so I still think it's beautiful, though, that people can share food. And um, even if it's not within a designated dining space, um, you can still share with your friends, your neighbors, your loved ones. Yeah, I always looked at cooking as kind of a chore. I think that's why I enjoyed going out so much. Um, Mm -hmm. But I have noticed during the last few weeks, uh, just got slowing down, enjoying even the chopping. I've never really done that before. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I see that as kind of being a universal thing that's happening for people in the kitchen, finding these out, things out about themselves that they didn't know they could do or that they enjoyed and keeping it simple. I think that is a, a, a key. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of people are, are planting gardens this year, which is new and um just to understand the value of produce is amazing too because really a lot goes into it and um i just really hope coming out of this we'll have a greater appreciation for our neighbors and sourcing locally and understanding the value of of all items a lot of times people will be like oh you're you're overpriced. And I'm like, well, we source from local farms who do organic practices and that costs money. Right. And we, we just want our farmers to be able to charge a living wage as well. So it's all connected and just having a greater understanding of that for everyone I think would be really great. So how can people support Sugar Pine and you guys right now? www.sugarpinedrivein.com is our website. You can uh, purchase merchandise. We have some really cool shirts, hats, totes that we can ship out to people as well as gift certificates for the future. We also have some You Are So Gorge postcards you can send to people just as they're in isolation. And then um, we also, once a week, we do an online meal pickup. So the menu goes up Tuesday morning at 7 a.m. We generally sell out on Tuesday, but there might be a few things available past that. And then pickup is on Saturdays. That's awesome. Well, I love that. Um, I love all the things that you're doing right now, Emily, and you're thinking about your staff and your community. And we really appreciate you and all the beautiful food that you put out in the world. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. We appreciate you guys too. Um, yeah, we're, we're all going to be okay. I like that. <laughs> Emily, we really appreciate having you here today and sharing everything that's going on with sugar pine. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. It was great to connect with you guys. So what did you think yeah. about talking with Emily? I think Emily's great. I think she is such a sweet person and what she's accomplishing through Sugar Pine and how she's innovating is it's so inspiring. They create such an amazing culinary experience through a simple fast food concept, which is crazy. Like I did not think that that could be achievable and they did. And it's really awesome to see that it's a small 
local business that's kind of breaking the mold to what fast food I agree. I love their location too, because you can go down there, you can go down, grab the grilled cheese, waffle grilled cheese, walk down to the river, jump in the river, have a day at the river, and then walk back up and have a rosé, which is a rosé slushy, and maybe top it off with some soft served peanut butter honeycomb ice cream extravagance. (laughs) 